dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow. Hello, everyone. This is Mark D. Valenti, and this is another episode of Brain Burrow. This is one of our Digging Deep sessions where we have a chance to talk to our guest, and our guest has a chance to share about his perspective, his motivation, his goals, his values. And then you, as the listener and viewer, have a chance to say, how does this apply to me? So I'm very pleased to have on the show today, Mr. Lauren Lepre, and I'm going to hand it over to him by asking, of course, the big open-ended question, who exactly is Lauren Lepre? Well, thank you for having me on the show. And to start off with the question, uh, I'm definitely a person who knows exactly who I am. Um, I'm very comfortable with silence. Um, I think that's a big key thing with people in life. I think some people don't have a comfort level with being alone. So that gives me, when you're alone time, to find out exactly who you are, because you can't run from your emotions. And since I was a, uh, a child, I always said, I want to enjoy every day. I, I always, from the time I got out of school, I wanted to play as much as I possibly could. When I got older and started seeing, hey, I got to grow up, I'm going to work, work out, and go out. So with that, I have to say, I'm a person that's always evolving. I'm always up for a new challenge. If I just see something I'm remotely attracted to, I jump in and check it out. Uh, yeah, so that, that's one of the top things I'd say. Uh, and then I would also say, I have a very strong work drive. I've been working since I was 13 years old. I've never been unemployed. Um, I, currently, yes, I'm in the film business. I've never had any problem telling everybody. And I do also work a real world job. I'm up there 15 years now with my day job. I've never been a minute late or have ever called out of work. I'm just very big on, you know, spark, like, like you have to go to work regardless. Uh, I get, you're sick. Uh, I, I just go through, I, I, I have an honor system. If I give someone my word, I got to do it. Even if I never like my boss or I'm upset with my boss, the fact that I went and did it anyway, it's just a, what I like wear on my shoulder as a pride of like, I still went anyway. Like, you know, so another thing I would definitely say, I'm definitely drawn to people of strength. Uh, there's definitely a line of strength and arrogance. I have no 0.0 problems with someone's flamboyant uh, or has like even a little ego on them. Uh, I definitely have a little bit of tad of that, but I did grow up idolizing Ric Flair, Prince, Jerry Lee Lewis, and David Lee Roth. So, uh, yeah, it's going to come with it. But I also, what I liked about them four people was, they backed up everything they said. So mm. I look at that as inspiration. Right? If someone walks in the room and says, I'm great. Why are you great? Because I am. I get there. <laughs> You're out. You're, you crashed with me. Okay. Back it up. Back it up. So, and I'm also, fear, this is very big because I, I, I take this page into the film world. Got to be completely fearless and be willing to take chances. Mm. There's always the what if. What if I put too much money into this? What if I bring in, there's so much, what if everybody, no matter, regardless of what they're trying to accomplish in life, what if is, you can, what if anything you can, what if the next hour of your life, you know, so go for it. Be the person that stands up. Those are the leaders. Uh, nobody got where they're going in life by not taking a chance. It, it, it's, it's, you have to. And the last thing I have to add to that, as I said, I know myself very well, everything that I've ever done, positive and especially negative of hey, we, we, all of us, everybody here listening to this right now, we've all done some stuff we're not proud of 
or you know you wish you'd go do it over the positive and negative they're right here on each side mm. and i and and if you could keep them right in front of you at all times do not bury something in your subconscious mind you're you, you, they're gonna skeletons are gonna get out <laughs> right so wear them right up front be fearless I'm not saying roll around and be like telling everyone what you used to be at the bat. Don't do that. But like if it, someone starts snooping around, it'd be like, you want to hear about it? We'll, we'll sit down and talk. Mm. Very well said. There's so much that you actually just said just now that I think it's worth talking more about. Um, fascinating because you obviously, anywhere you, like. so you obviously uh, know a lot, as you said, about who you are. And I think that's the theme there, right? You know who you are and you embrace mm -hmm. that. So I like actually what the last thing you said about um, we all are as human beings, we screw things up, we make mistakes, we do stupid things uh, without going into details. I know that uh, even in situations where you and I connected, I've done stupid things, right? But it's about a matter of embracing that. So where does that come from with you, Lauren? How did you ever adapt and adopt that sort of approach of just embracing the mistakes that you make as a human being? So I would say two things. The silence. Uh, a lot of people, when they're isolated, like maybe, maybe if there's a kid that grew up in their bedroom, like you know, what I mean, like hey, I, I don't have a lot of friends, or I don't, I don't know how to break out of my shell. I call that you're putting yourself on trial at the same time. So, you know, I've also been like when I was in school, like I'm going to go up to that girl tomorrow, and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go up. I'm going to, I'm going to ask her, and what's the worst she could say is no, and I'd storm right past her the next day <laughs> and it's like so you just in the end you just have to know from your your trials of life and, and everything is truly a mindset like what happens if you and I, I would have no problem admitting I never had to but anyone who's going to get therapy what are they doing they're trying to get their mind reprogrammed that's all that person's doing on the other side. However, they reach you or you know, or hopefully reach you, they're just trying to reprogram. So that I, I looked at, I had to reprogram my mind. My own thing was like, what if you go up and that girl laughs in your face? Is the world going to change? You know, like take the chance, which which was another thing I brought. Just find out. And I had a big thing like I was scared scared of spiders growing up. I was scared of uh, bees. I, little by little, I started making a checklist and call it the punk rock in me, but I snapped a little bit and I went and let whatever demons or whatever fears I had, I went and I let it out. And I'll tell you one of the fears I did. I had such a fear for bees. I found a yellow jackass nest and ran up and stomped all over it and I had them chase me. Like I clipped a couple of times. I was just like, wow, I'm okay. It went on, you know, spiders. I was like, you're going to catch that spider in your hand. You're going to let it sit there. And, you know, let it run down your arm or jump off you, but get it over with. Go up and ask that girl out, you know, just find out, and, you know, and oh, she didn't laugh in my face. She said no, but she didn't laugh in my face. So let all it was just me. Let it all out. And and anytime I feel there's something I'm fearing a little bit, I, I try I try to say, all right, well, what's the worst alternative? Let's get this out now. Find out. So wow. that was a very big thing. Another big thing is you could say it's simple. What we all have is movies and music. Music, when you're listening, I, I, I have, I'm one of them guys, I'm a CD guy. I have literally a thousand CDs. Music is this everything. What happens when you're listening to music? Let's look at the key word, listening. I mean, you don't get to talk. The song is going to talk to you or it's not going to talk to you. 
So I hold a lot of like artist high, like Leonard Cohen, Nick Cave, Lou Reed, like you know, Joni Mitchell. These are all people that I, you know, make it the deep thinkers. You know, mm-hmm. I got more, I was drawn to that. I grew up on punk rock. It's still like very endeared to me, very important. But, you know, as I got older, I got more into what I just said, those artists and stuff. Uh, movie characters, even. I remember when Pump Up the Value came out in 1989 with Christian Slater. Right. Christian Slater, what was his big thing? He could talk here. He can't talk when he's in school. That, that so resonated with me. Hmm. So you, you, you kind of just take characters. Uh, I was actively in the 80s. I was a big Corey Hayne, Corey Feldman fan. And I don't mean that at all to make anyone smile. I, those guys like meant a lot to me. They were like four years older than me. I, I was just drawn to them. I was drawn to the wild characters of Corey Feldman. So I'm like, I'm going to go older. I'm going to be like him. But here I am, this sad guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not like them. But you're just taking pages out of out of movies and stuff. And I just took sprinkle this, sprinkle that. And I was like, I'm going to come up with something. It turned out I'm not like any of those people. Mm-hmm. I'm not like Ric Flair. I'm not like Prince. I'm not like any of those. I'm just me. But I know who I am. I'm completely happy what I am. I'm a go-getter. Uh, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I know who I am. I'm very comfortable with myself. Yeah. I mean, that's clear that you are. And I think that says a lot about how much you've um, really thought about this and are able to define yourself. A lot of people don't know who they are or where they're going, which is why they kind of swirl around and uh, react in the moment instead of being purposeful. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's a weird thing because I think the top destruction of all mankind is social media and, and your television because people just don't know where to get information from. And I always said the smartest thing coming from a mindset of this guy because I always said I'm evolving. I was under inception for a long time until I finally got out. Like, well, it's Philadelphia, it's LA, it's New York, and a few in between. And the rest of the country is a bunch of hicks. There's nothing to do. When I got in a car one day and I drove cross country, I mean, I, I felt so stupid mm. that I didn't know the country at all. And I, it was, you know what? I, I kind of just blame the way people talk around here where I live in the Philadelphia area of like, that was a lot of people's mindsets are hooked to that way. Like just a bunch of hits in between and all that and television, even like this, sometimes the way that they, they really make the South and the Midwest sound unintelligent stuff. And listen, there's people unintelligent in every state and in every country. So when I got out, when I came back, I call that my true awakening. And it was one of those things about other countries when I started talking to people on the internet, which was, this was a positive of the internet. But when I started talking to other people from around the other, other countries and stuff, I actually made friends with some people in Iran, Iraq, and I'm not going to get in how that happened, but you find out soon enough that like, they don't want to blow America up. They want to come and live here. And their struggle day to day is getting food to feed their family. And what are we normally on the news hearing? They're going to blow us up. They're going to blow us up. That's out there. It's out there. But so I'm one of the big things of like, I have to see it with my eyes to believe it. Everything else is just hype. And I just, I I always press people, get in your car and drive, get in the plane and go and find out for yourself. Don't take secondhand information. Wherever you're going, if you know someone who went, certainly get a little some tips but find out for yourself for you for your mind for who you are 
Yeah, I think that's a great message, right? It sounds like we all have prejudices. We all have our sort of perspective on things before we actually experience it. But you're about experience those things and make your own opinion from there. Yeah, I've said when I was younger that I don't want to be on my deathbed and say I missed out on anything. Hmm. So my, as I work my real world job, it's like work, work out and go out. And I'll tell you, sometimes living where I do here in Philly and stuff between, you know, Philly, Jersey, New York here, you got so much to do. And sometimes my calendar will be buried with like eight straight days of awesomeness. Hmm. And on the eighth day, I'm just too burnt out. I can't go a little long and I stay home. And then next day after that day of rest, I wake up. I am so upset with myself that I didn't go that one extra day. <laughs> Cause you know, you're just, <laughs> but that's how much I value life. Wow. That's just, how, that's just how much I value life. When tell you the actual moment that changed everything when I was telling you about the bees and the mm -hmm. girls, all that, when I was a senior in high school, I weighed 100, 142 pounds, mm. which, you know, that, that, Small, but why well, kid wear that? But tall, I'm tall and lanky. My, my shirt was off. You just saw ribs. Okay, that's that's but that's how skinny I was. Mm -hmm. And there is a thing out there where this could happen just randomly, just because it's you and and your body is just not strong. There's not no there's no muscle. Tall, lanky guys for no reason. There's no muscle supporting you. Your lung could collapse. Mm. So, yeah. So my senior year of high school, uh, February 28th, I remember I was working at a department store and my friends actually came bouncing through, uh, Tim and Brian, and we were talking and I started realizing, why am I breathing weird? I didn't feel nothing happen, but I just started breathing heavy. And before I know it, like I said a couple of jokes to them. Like, I don't want them to see me in agony. You got to get out of here. <laughs> and, you know, I sent them away. And before I know it, the next day of, sorry, but within a few hours, I'm in a the hospital. They do the x-ray and I had to get a chest tube, chest mm. tube because my lung collapsed. Wow. Surgery is like 30 minutes. That's it. All they do is cut a hole in you. I know it says all, but they, they cut a hole in you. They stick uh, a tube in you and they blow your lung up and you just wait for about three days. And this is the moment that changed my life. I remember I woke up and the door was open. You know, the TV's on, the door's open. And I see a little kid in the hallway from a distance. And he's just sitting down. He looks agitated and he's waiting for his mom. And I heard the kid get called by his name. And the kid got up and walk to his mom. Hmm. And I look over and I can't walk. I'm hooked up to a machine. And all the value of having two limbs, two eyes, two ears that I could speak, that I could see, that I could walk, mm -hmm. that I'm not a burnt victim, all this got downloaded. And every little thing that it was, I was ever afraid of went out the door. I literally came out a new person. I was this... I was cutting anything negative out of my life. I cut people out of my life. I, I opened up a million doors. And ever since then, I've been like a dog that got out in the backyard where someone's like, please don't let the dog out. It's never going to come back. That, that's how it was. It was, a, it was a whole new me. My gosh. Sounds like it was a just for being in the hospital for five days. That's yeah. it. You know how many people like have it way worse that they're in the hospital for months sure. or even a year or something. Right. So all it took was one setback 
of a day to watch a kid stand up. So when people tell me a lot, like, oh, life sucks, I'm like, don't, you know, like, you just, I just want to snap. Like, no, it does not suck. This is wonderful, especially right. where we live. Right. Good point. Especially where we live. Yeah, that's a fantastic point. I mean, it sounds like it was a life-changing event for you, a pivotal point whenever your viewpoint changed. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it says a lot. So let me ask you this, Lauren. I mean, you obviously are a guy who really thinks about and knows about what he wants, continuously works toward that. What is it that you're trying to work on? What are something that maybe you don't like about yourself or maybe something that you know you could do better? What's something that you're specifically working on? Uh, the, probably the top thing is I wish I could clone myself because I got so much I want to do. And I really, I always say that, like, God, I wish, I wish. one of the top things is, is I am in film and stuff. I, 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 I want to take this. I, I put so much work into my film, mm-hmm. but the, when I said about wasting time, I hate my first early era of film, but I had to do what I had to do. I had to learn what, what to do, not to do right. People, wrong people mm-hmm. fall on your face, but the last two years due to COVID I've been doormanded mm. and uh, it really, you, know, you kind of had to, I mean, you're, you, it's going to be harder to get actors. People are scared, sure. all that, but I feel I've lost two years of my life. If it, if that makes sense, mm. like, like for how much I was like a seven day warrior, that, that fact that like, I'm home. No, no one wants to come out. Uh, I was always cool with day or every day or two. I could sit down and watch a movie for 90 minutes, maybe two hours. And then I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? I mean, when COVID was going on, I was, people watch two movies in a row. Like, like that's, that's insane. You know how they, so I'm kind of like, I have a big thing about making up that those two years. Mm. I'm looking always far ahead of where do I want to live? where how the property tax is going to be uh states with you know no no income tax uh they're sure. out there uh pl- place where i'm going to go it's going to have, have culture for me to, uh, things for me to do uh how are the hospitals as you gauge you know you, you got mm-hmm. you got you got to look at all that you also have to look at like i'm officially half dead so mm-hmm. what do i want to do with the rest of the rest of those the other half before you know that what's going to be satisfying mm-hmm. But that is what I call my daily trial. Hmm. And when I say daily trial, that doesn't mean I have to y- y- mean yelling at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people mm-hmm. say that you're right. like, oh, oh, you're putting yourself now. You're not necessarily putting yourself down, but you're like, here's, here's what you're kind of thinking of doing. Well, what options do I have to get there? And sometimes you don't have one. You're kind of looking. You're just looking. You're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm a planner. Very, yeah. big on, very big on planning stuff. Well, I mean, that's clear. And you're obviously always strategizing. You're always thinking about um, what is the race I'm running and how do I get to the finish line? It seems like. Mm-hmm. So do you ever have downtime? Oh, sure. Well, I'll tell you, uh, and they, for anyone out there right now, I've, I've been trying to put a podcast together mm-hmm. and they, they start launching Monday on Average Superstar mm-hmm. TV, on mm-hmm. YouTube and all that, subscribe and all that. But I, for the last two weeks, I've been literally... Filming, editing, and I'm new to this world. So I'm looking up all the information, blah, blah, blah. And between my real world job and that, I got done last night. So I've done like 
16 hour days, 18 hour days. I mean, I'm ridiculous because I'm one of them. I don't like the stuff. Hmm. I just don't like the stuff. I've been That's doing clear. that for the last two weeks. So to last night, I kind of like phase one's done. Mm-hmm. Go to work, come home, do your show. And after I get done here, I could stop. <laughs> so I got a night off. So that's the answer to your question, you know? So you allowed, allowed yourself to do that? I allowed myself, yeah. And how did that yeah, feel? Yeah. How does that feel to allow yourself that? It feels, it feels rewarding. Hmm. But hmm. I know tomorrow when I wake up and when, I, when I'm at work, I'm often by myself. It's another, you know, and I'll be like, what am I doing when I get out of here? Like, I'm gonna, I, <laughs> I already know what I'll do. I'll be looking at what's going on in the city. Is there anything I attract? If not, I'll work. Hmm. I, yeah, I don't like a day wasted. Yeah. It's very, it's very rare where like I, I wake up and like, I don't want to do nothing at all. Hmm. And I'm just going to sit here. It's rare. It happens when it does. I, I'm usually happy, but it's like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I like, I like working by myself the most. I mean, there's people you work with, but if it's on, if it's you and you can do it all yourself, I'm mm-hmm. just, I love it. Cause if you're at, some you work with someone else, they might not have the drive or right. the create the insane main hours the way I try to go. <laughs> right. And sometimes I get cut off. I'm like, why do you want to stop after 12 hours? I don't understand. There's just right. so much day left. <laughs> yeah, that. So. No, I think that's a that's a great thing to recognize about yourself because oftentimes we become frustrated with others when they don't live up to our expectations. But you're seems like willing to say from the beginning. Uh, you know, if you're not aligned with me, I don't really want to work with you because I have my own way of doing something and that's it. Yeah, no, I mean, you definitely have that. What you just said, you also have people that, uh, one few people that are just so close to you and, you know, they might actually be better at you, (laughs) better Mm. at something than you are. And you kind of know, you also have to realize like 12 hours is a lot of work. Yeah. Like just because this person's not doing what you, the way you want to do it and going those extra. So you got to calm down. But I always say uh, the pacing lion, like yeah. by the time like, <laughs> I, I will come home and I'll still be up for a few hours. I'd be like literally walking in circles in my kitchen be like, as soon as we get back there, <laughs> this is what we're going to pick off. Like pick where we left off. So that's a lot of, uh... yeah. So this is why I try to learn everything myself. Yeah. I, I think that's I really, like to, I really like to go. I just do. No, I think that's an admirable uh, thing to realize about yourself. That kinetic energy is definitely, definitely there, and it drives you. Well, we're actually closing in on twenty-five minutes, so I want to sort of ask you one more question, Lauren. Uh, what advice would you give the listeners and viewers out there? You know, whatever advice you feel Lauren Lepre wants to share uh, about how people may uh, live their life. What do you want to? What do you want to let people know about? Here's. I'll give you some nice things. Uh, don't hold anything in your subconscious mind. I'd rather, I, that, that's easier said than done. But mm-hmm. like, if you know there's something about you what, that you're more scared about it, it leaking or something, mm-hmm. man, you could drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. And more than half of you is out there listening right now. It's not really what you ever think is bad in your mind isn't as really as bad as you think. It's Mm. not like there's not other people maybe going through something similar to you. Stop worrying about someone judging you. Mm. So you're not going to live your life the way you want. And also, I will say again, don't be afraid to take chances. And another one, I mean, this one's a little yucky here, folks. 
don't be afraid to take a chance, even if it's going to upset people close to you. Hmm. you. If you know this is the right move for you, like why are you sacrificing if someone's not on par, especially if it's not affecting them? Yeah. You know, they just don't want you to do it. Like you don't make at least your 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 glory as well as your failures are your decisions. Don't allow someone to be in your way of that. Very wise advice, Lauren. I appreciate you sharing that. I think it is a very consistent theme of how you live your life. So I think the way you summarized that was excellent. So I want to thank you for doing that. And I want to thank you, of course, for appearing on the show today and, and sharing your perspective on everything. Man, thank you so much. Uh, uh, yeah, ho- hope everybody at home enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I believe that they took something out of this for sure. So of course, I do want to thank the listeners and viewers out there for tuning into Brainborough today. And on behalf of Lauren Lepre, this is Mark D. Valenti for Brainborough. Have an amazing rest of your day. Enjoy. You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valenti Horror and subscribe to the Brain Burrow Podcast.